this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's been a long day, <laughs> to say the least. As tensions rise among the allies. He's saying directly contradictory things, but why should I trust one over the other? And the line between good and evil is crossed. I, I do. What about slicing open the throat of an oni and drinking their blood? <laughs> Where does that rank? A weakness is exposed. Great. You know they tried to send in a third level cavalier? <laughs> directly into the cathedral! This is going to be easier than we thought, taking over the whole planet. <laughs> Idiots! And failure envelops the fellowship. Fail. Oh, no! Why, why do we roll dice in this game? But even in the darkness, hope remains. And as you go closer and closer, you see this person is has armor on, insignia. And the first thing you notice is a butterfly. The adventure continues now. Hello, 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 Glass Cannon Land! It's Troy LaValley. Just in case you couldn't tell by the dulcet tones of my peanut butter and velvet voice. Hope everyone enjoyed episode 96 last week. Oh man, it's always such a treat to roll out eps like that one where there's a lot of contention and vitriol on the boards. So Will is right, Dell is right, neither one is right! But man, either way, the dynamic is shifting, and I have a feeling it's only going to get wilder, especially as this party faces more adversity and more difficult trials. We got another fun one coming up this week as the march to episode 100 continues. Speaking of the hashtag march to 100, if you missed Cannon Fodder last week, Joe announced that we will be doing our first ever Reddit AMA. Ask me anything. The night before the release of episode 100. So, on Monday, April 24th, from 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right up until the midnight release of the episode, we will be answering as many questions as we can. Um, sorry, I know that time couldn't be more inconvenient to our European and Asian listeners. Sorry, Australia, we don't care about you. No, I'm just kidding. We, we really care about you. We have a surprisingly large footprint there but uh we promise we're going to try and answer as many questions like after the fact the next day we'll go back on there and also give more in-depth answers to some of the stuff we had to go through really quick during the actual night of the ama but uh it's gonna be a fun night i think we're gonna do some live videos some facebook lives of our uh, quote-unquote red carpet coverage which is really just gonna be us drinking and cracking wise uh, what else? Oh, the first ever GCP Live is right around the corner. I can't believe how fast this has creeped up on us. If you're one of the lucky few to get a ticket, we think it's going to be a really fun day. Everybody on the team has put a lot of work into it already. And personally, I'm looking just as forward to hanging out with everybody that comes to the show after the show at Doyle's Corner across the street from the Geekery HQ where we're holding the live show. That is going to be a fun wild day and i'm sure once you see us in person you'll realize oh these guys are lame nerds i'm no longer going to listen to the show but hopefully not and remember if you're a patreon supporter at the five dollar tier and up you will get a fancy edited recording of the show for your listening pleasure sometime in may things are heating up for the party and i'm ramping up the action as we are now less than a month away from episode 100 i can't believe it i don't think a lot of podcasts get to episode 100 and we're definitely not going to get to 200 no way there will definitely be some infighting that will ruin both the show and our friendships outside of the show so enjoy episode 100 when it comes out because we will never see 150 200 absolutely not going to happen but what's going on? What is going on with Della and Sir Will? Will Baron do anything to step up and start acting like a real leader? Plus, what the hell is Nestor's goal in all this? What's his stake? And what of Umlo? Poor forgotten Umlo. He sacrificed literally everything for a party that does nothing for him. As I've said before, and I'll say again, what heroes? All right, here she is. Please enjoy episode 97 Dream Reavers. Oh, Dream Reavers. I believe you can get me through the night. Oh, Dream Reavers. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin this <laughs> episode. <laughs> that makes two of us. Yeah. It always feels like... <laughs> 
When in doubt. That's always a safe option. Uh, that's going to be our go-to now. That's going to be our new theme music. <laughs> this week on the Glass Cannon Pond. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We can only do eight seconds of it, right? Before we <laughs> <That's> true, <laughs> yeah. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, I a mean... lawsuit from Capitol Records begins. <laughs> Their biggest battle yet. <laughs> we'll put it on our website. Big shout-out to Rockwell for providing the theme music. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna. We'll, we'll tweet it out. He'll retweet it immediately. <laughs> he's just. He's got his Google News alert set up there for any mention of his name. Like, oh, holy shit! Where, where, where do we start? Where do we start? With Rockwell, apparently. We're with Rockwell. I mean, Japers. Uh, you know, you, we have our first repeat combat against the the Oculus. Yeah. Um, wasn't super hard, but the fact that you guys were down on HP. If she had cone of cold twice per day, I would have wiped you guys out. Once per day, didn't get it. Um, we couldn't heal. Couldn't heal, and then uh, you give Sir Will the juice without any regard for his wishes. <laughs> Literally, had like a two minute conversation about it. Where I you asked, see, now, "Are you sure? This is Are where you I, sure?" This is why I think it's crazy town because I don't think you took his words to heart. He's saying directly contradictory things. But why should I trust <clears throat> one over the other? Sure, but you chose to do the evil thing to save it, yeah to save his life the evil to thing save to his save life. his but, life but as, as people have argued before we have a wand of cure light wounds not that Will can use it now but uh, <laughs> damn it I'm just I'm, 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 I'm having this conversation I'm just trying to figure out what how Della can be so cold and remorseless <laughs> well you know how you just made her evil that's how no, well, I, I, yeah. I think I don't think it's remorseless I think I just I don't think the idea of lawfulness is really something she has a lot of experience with. You know how there's like uh, soldiers who have to kill because the situation and country forces them to do so, and then there's serial killers like Ted Bundy. That's Della, basically. She's Ted yes. Bundy, saving, yeah, she's li- Ted Bundy. saving lives left and right, just like Ted Bundy. And then Baron, I I don't know. I don't want to tell you your business, but I oh, feel oh, like oh. I feel oh, like, just started, sweetheart. I feel like as the leader of this group. You kind of let uh, Della off the hook a little bit for that. I know. I think when I look at both uh, Sir Will and Della, I see two somewhat naive people who are seeing kind of action for the first time. Mm. Not that Sir Will didn't have training. But you're a holy man. You appreciate. You are now a a holy warrior. Well, as I suggested earlier, I think there's a fine line between, not a fine line, a a distinguished line between being a cleric and an inquisitor. Sure. Um, And... Demon's blood is pretty rough. Um, but I, I do... What about slicing open the throat of an Oni and drinking their blood? Where does that rank? Where does that fall? For an Inquisitor, as opposed to a cleric. <laughs> that's, just, that's, just, that's just esoteric. That's like, <clears throat> you see that, that like... just flavor. It's like, that's like hot topic. Um, no, I mean... I'm with a bunch of weirdos. And I've, the thing is, is I still just want to... Skid's pointing. But I, I just want to... Uh, I'm, I actually, unlike the rest of my party, believe that the ends justify the mean, whatever need, need means necessary, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm ready to go there. I, I think that is abundantly clear. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone will argue with that. All right, so that all goes down. This party that, it was right after the, um, you guys beat the plant, beat the fire geodes, it was that walk back, Delamore had a talk, and then you guys like handled the marsh white giant you handled the spire drake and i think it was the the spire drake fight especially where it was like all right despite our differences we are working together as a team as a unit we are mashing and now some something's happened something's changed and you must feel this change palpably in the group meanwhile nestor and baron go check out the other tent mostly awful literally and figuratively uh, just a g- really gruesome, macabre scene. And then Nestor, curiosity, gets touch of law from Baron. Just how do you not? When's the next time a door is going to just happen to be cracked? Peeks in and watched the leader of this group, the, the Storm Tyrant's deputy, preaching a sermon about giant domination and the extinction of the smaller races. But the thing he really takes away from it is this is the name. That is the guy he's been looking for. 
You guys may or may not know too much about that. You've heard Nestor's backstory in the intro out of story, but like how much he's told to Della, to Baron, to Umlo, to Sir Will, maybe not too much. Maybe nothing. Nestor, you start walking back towards Rodder Bloodfreckles' tent. Take it away. What do you do? Um, so, well, we were actually halfway between that tent and the one that they're in, yep. that the rest of the party's in. So I go back to um, Baron, and I've just got this, like, if you look, it's just a look of uh, strange determination on his face, and he's just gestures. It's like, come on. And go back to the tent with them. Head backs to the tent. Um, Will and Della on opposite sides of the tent. Never really talking to each other. Amlo, cop between. <laughs> uh, Nestor and Baron come back in. It's been a long day. <laughs> to say the least. What do you guys want to do in this situation? Well, I tell them what I saw. Uh, I say there's a big boss man uh, who seems uh, doesn't like to doesn't like the little folk very much. Not just you, Will, but you know the rest of us as well. And um, there's a lot of them in there, and they seem very uh, agitated and very excited about something. So, but there is a postern gate that we could maybe there's a way in where we could uh, evade prying eyes. Well, infiltration's gotten us this far, so I don't see a better way anywhere else without arousing some more suspicion. What are you guys, you you guys ready to follow after we uh, take a little bit of a rest into uh, the belly of the beast? The rest would be helpful. It's been a long, long day. Long night, really. Yes, I must rest, and... I don't believe I'll be going in without my armor anymore. I will adorn myself with the colors of Highbury and bring it into this cathedral to face what we may. So, I'm sure you guys work out some sort of watch system. Are you going to stay in the Oculus' tent? You feel safe there? What do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> we are so well, far yeah. beyond behind enemy lines, it's not even funny. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we just have to have a really diligent watch. Yeah. Just really, and I think you know. Did we notice any sounds or lights or anything going on inside of the tent when we approached it? The the Oculus yeah. tent. Uh, she was busy at work. So know, maybe filters. Maybe we can do some shadow play on it so it looks like it's still occupied by her and you, uh, not like shadow shadow delegates on your shoulders. Yeah. Ah, and like, oh, I'm the Oculus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Time to make my eyeball potion. <laughs> nothing to see behind here. We just wear a big trench coat. <laughs> What's the difference between a potion and an elixir? I know because it's my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So you guys do your little pantomime. Uh, you're taking ships. Now, uh, Della, let's do a little mechanics. couple things. I thought about it. And again, I was just doing this in the uh, moment. And uh, some would argue you can't do that, and I would argue I'm the GM. Uh, I, I actually thought about it, and I, I think you should be chaotic neutral in my uh, sort of judgment that I'm throwing down on you. Chaotic I, evil. Chaotic evil, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I, I always think of chaotic evil as just like, that's, that's demons and whatnot, but I mean, it, it depends on how you play it. I don't expect you to go around killing people left and right. How you play your character, we're going to have to figure out how... Other people's actions affect you and change you one way or another. You can come back to neutral. You can eventually be good if you live that long. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think chaotic evil. It's, it has a. It sounds like it's worse than it is. I mean, it's not good. But I think that's more appropriate than neutral evil. You drank the blood of a demon, chugged it like it was a Colt forty-five, <laughs> and then threw the glass against the tent. I mean, I think that's that's where Della has. Since ever since Nestor came into the group and her anger, her rage at what happened to Lor- Gel, Lork leaving, everything that you've lost, your father, as far as you know, um, it. I, yeah, you, I, it, we I haven't see really it. gotten into like the specifics of Dell's upbringing, but it's been it was a chaotic existence. It was a dark time, and that's yeah. something that Sir Will doesn't understand. Sir Will doesn't know what your experience was. Um, you don't know me, but you also don't. 
no, sir, wills. And it, I think he's getting the feeling that you're not even listening to his experience. So, <laughs> or I'm just listening too too hard to his words. Well, yeah, but that's 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 it. You said it, and that's naive. Yeah, listening to words. That's you got to listen to the heart. <laughs> Seems like his heart wanted the demon's blood too. I'm just going to say. Listen, I think my whole body wanted it. You now have. You now what have coursing poured all over me. You're bathed in it. Your five three uh, paladin cavalier, right, is now a third level cavalier, uh, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, he's basically an eighth level fighter with no. F- Feats or weapon proficiency. <laughs> yeah. um, so, anyways, <laughs> that's so sadly true. I just well, that's all. Yeah. Well, Shelley, you know this uh, lightning bolt now for twenty four hours. At the end of twenty four hours, you have to any time in the twenty four hours. Any twenty. So, you want to overnight try and learn it? Yeah. All right. It takes an hour to study it. You want to do it during your watch? Sure. Della says, "I'll take first watch." Uh, you guys take a, a nice, nice rest. Della, uh, roll DC 15 plus the spell level is DC 18. If you hit it, you know it. If you don't, you know it. You can add it to your spell book. If you don't, you have to wait a week to do it again. I would. Lo- I wouldn't. I would She'd lose, lose the spell. So I she only still, has it for twenty four hours. Oh, I could this, cast it's not it. like a scroll, right? I could. Pro- I could probably still cast it within twenty four hours. Oh but yeah, I can't. Yeah, keep it forever. Oh, so yeah. bottle. Well, I mean, Grant's seems, got a, a seems, dozen of them. Seems bottle heavy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you, you already said that I don't help out my teammates at all. So why would I now? <laughs> Not you, Grant Barron. Oh, <laughs> all right. Let's see what happens. Fail. Oh, oh no! Motherfucker! <laughs> why? Why do we roll dice in this game? Or what? Interesting, though. Think in terms of story. Della, very confident. Della, you got something on your chin. It's demon's blood. <laughs> you, see her, you see her back at the body of, of the of the Oculus, just like trying to drain, to like squeeze out a little more blood. <laughs> Another pint. Della does not learn lightning bolt. Damn. Three third level spell. You know how Shit. huge that is. Miss, I rolled a five. What did you need? An eight or better. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, you should cast Gentle Repose on the corpse and drag it along with us all this way. <laughs> I mean, there is nothing stopping me from taking more blood. I just have to be able to drink it within 24 hours of its death. Oh, my God. I have to, I'd have to cast a spell again tomorrow morning. I'm sick. I'm sick by all this. Yeah. You know what? Della, when everyone else is asleep, she's going to take another pint. And she'll yeah. think about it for tomorrow. You took two vials of it. One for Infernal Healing. Chugged one. Yeah. Tossed it. And now you have one jug for Infernal Healing. But you added a second one. Yeah. So you have two jugs. Two of, jugs. Two of, pints. Of Demon's Blood. And did you, at this now at this point, let's say that you ran out of the rest of your demon's blood. I don't think you had a limitless supply in your valise. Well, we were talking about this. It's because it's it's weird, right? Because demon's blood you'd think is rare, but it's also just a standard component of a first level spell. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a weird little. So I like the idea that you you're out of your your how perfect. What great timing! Now you have two vials. <laughs> what a convenient oh, demon! I have two pints. Two pints of demon's blood. It comes in Gross. points. <laughs> Della, you eventually uh, go to sleep. I don't know if it's Baron, Sir Will, or Nestor's turn, but you they somebody uh, relieves you. Who wants to relieve her? Baron will Baron. relieve. Little deputy. All right, who's after Baron? Sir Willamette. Sir Will, and then Nestor. I'll take you off the rear. And Amlo, Amlo can help out too. Oh, yeah, Amlo, of course. Uh, although Amlo needs more sleep than anybody, especially mm. where he didn't get restoration. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Della, <sighs> you fail your spell craft check and Baron leaves you and you go to sleep. Blackout. You hear the sound of dripping water in the distance. Dunk. 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 You open your eyes and you are in a room that is completely devoid of light. You don't see the walls of the room. You don't see the corners of the room where the, where walls could meet. You are just in pure blackness. But up in the distance, you see an object. What do you do? Do I... I, I hear nothing around me. No, nobody Completely breathing. devoid of sound. You look in all directions. You don't see anything except this object up in the distance. Uh, I'll get up. I'll slowly approach. 
Della gets up slowly, slowly approaches. It's one of those moments where it feels like it's getting farther away sometimes as you're walking towards it. But eventually, you start to make out what it is. And you realize that it's a bed. And there's a person lying on it. And as you go closer and closer, you see this person is has armor on, insignia. And the first thing you notice as this image starts to coalesce is a butterfly. You see Galabras laying on a bed. Do you walk up to the bed? Of course, yeah. She runs straight to it. Runs straight to it. Galabras in a gentle, reposed state. Is he... Does he... We're like like how we left him, like he's still... Yeah, the same exact image of when you left him and said, him. I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to find Brander and kill him. He's still the same thing. You don't see Drozier sitting by his bedside or anything. It's You're in a black, empty space. But he's lying there. Do you touch him? Do you... Uh, I think she drops to her knees next to him. And is he awake or is he sleeping? Nice. Same. Uh, she's going to... Try to like shake him a little bit to wake him up. Drop to your knees by his bedside. You grab his arm to shake him. And you feel a hand gently upon your shoulder. And he's still your your eyes are still closed? Yeah. Gal, are you there? Gal, can you hear me? No, from behind you. Oh, from behind me. Yeah. Oh, so she gets up and whirls around. Yeah. And you see Galabras just standing there, just wearing like a plain white shift and just sort of gently smiling at you. What is this? Where are we? Who are you? I, I hope you would still know me. Yeah. Take a seat. And you look and you see that there are two, there's like a little, there's a bench there. There's a little bench there all of a sudden. So there are two Galabras right now. Yeah, there's one. You see Galabras lying in the bed with his armor on. And then you see a living Galabras. One with intelligence. Yeah, just wearing like a plain white shift and the butterfly pendant hanging around his neck. Uh, Adela just looks back and forth between the two. He's like, what is this? Don't be alarmed. I know it's confusing. Strange for me too. Are you? Are you real? Are you, where, where are you? Real enough. I'm here with you now. Dell sits down on the bench. This is next up. I've been watching you, best as I can. And what have you seen? I've seen much that is worried me very, very deeply about you. I'm just trying to make a way through this strange and terrible place that you all brought me back to. I know, I know, and I am sorry for my part for roping you into this horrible fate. You did nothing to deserve this. But this is a crucial time for you, a dangerous time, where you are being tested by extraordinary circumstances, tempered like steel. And a single flaw in the steel, once tempered, you might shatter. The fate of the world could be at stake. All of these innocent people. How do you not? How can you not take every available measure to defeat evil? Well, to put it simply, you must have faith. For though the more difficult path may seem doomed to failure, There are paths that you cannot see. Even the very wise cannot see all ends, as the saying goes. 
You must put your faith in the divine. For only with the aid of the divine can you ever hope to win the day. Before you all found me, when I was in that tree, in that the vault of thorns, time passed. It didn't pass. For so long, I didn't speak or hear anything or see anything but a few wild animals or you know, insects. I had no concept of life at all. And in that time, I imagined for myself so many different paths, so many different Delas that could have been, that would have been, that might still be, or that might never be. I don't even know if I was dead or alive, but I never saw this one. You taught me, you taught me about faith, and I'm trying to have it. I'm trying to cling to it. But I just... It's very difficult. I don't know if I... I don't know if I'm equipped. I believe that you are. In fact, I know that you are. I can see it in you. Do not... Do not let yourself be led down the path of darkness. Do not let it dominate your destiny. In the end, have faith. If one a small step or two steps down the path of darkness could restore, restore you, would you not have me take them? Isn't there always a path back? It gives a big smile. It's like, my dear friend, what would it avail to save the life of a man yet lose a war for the soul. He stands up. He says, I'll be seeing you. And everything just kind of fades into darkness. And the night wears on. You each take your watches. Everyone roll a perception check. Twenty-three. Fifteen. Twenty-one. Fifteen. Okay. Oh, and Amlo gets a uh, thirteen. Whew! Well done! You wake up, uh... <laughs> nice! Sorry, uh... Let me just find it here. I ask you to do one thing, and he nailed it! <laughs> <laughs> All right! <laughs> Holy crap. That was just... <laughs> Amazing. And just so you know how amazing Skid is, I asked him about that five minutes before we started. <laughs> said, just do you, Skid. <laughs> just do. Uh, honestly, that you. was so great to just see Galabras. Oh, it, was it, was, it was nice to have Galabras back. Again I, like five, so right before we recorded this episode, I was getting a slice of pizza, and in the, uh, in the pizzeria they had X-Men First Class on in Spanish. So I was watching James McAvoy oh, coach, yeah. coach yeah. Michael Fassbender about moving the satellite dish yeah. in Spanish. And I just thought, I was like, oh, look, it's Galabras in yeah. Espanol. It's Galabras in Espanol. It's El Galabras. Yeah. El Galabro. El, Gal- El Galabro. Si. Uh, si, sí. sí, El Galabro es muy fuerte. <laughs> so you guys wake up the next day, uh, you know, as rested as one can be. The sun is out. Your first night in the uh, behind the walls of the Cathedral of Minderhall. Well, not really behind the walls, but behind the the second layer of fortification has ended. Uh, it is a, a, another typically gray day, but there's some sun beneath the clouds. How appropriate! A little bit of dark, a little bit of light. A lot of different options. Maybe you really don't know. You haven't done too much scouting. What do you guys want to do? Is uh, has the sun come up yet, or is it daylight yet? Yeah, yeah, it's daylight. You guys had to spend a little bit longer 
resting uh, because, you know, Della had to learn her spells. And with each of you taking your shifts, you guys have to rest longer than normal because otherwise some people won't get their full night's rest. Well, I think if it looks like we can safely just make our way to that door in daylight, then, you know, might as well do it. Otherwise, wait until it gets dark again. Right. You know. um, yeah, and at this point, Will is going to wear his armor again, so th- stealth checks are... Uh, he can't do them. So basically, any sort of stealthing that we may want to do has to be, you know, Will and Umlo just kind of stay behind. Well, we've already kind of been doing that, but just yeah. reiterating that. Okay. And do you guys want to do any type of casing of the area? Because you really haven't done that. Um. Yeah, I mean, like all around the cathedral, you mean? Well, you know, you basically, you've only got one portion of the cathedral, you know what I mean? Because the rock, the rock, it's built directly into the rock. Oh, okay. So in front of you, you know to the front is now a side door, okay? And then a main door where the giants were coming in, up that long winding staircase. Yeah. But you haven't looked uh, towards the left where the spire is. Um, the the spire that's nearest you. Do we have to cross the main entrance to get to it? No, nope, it's, okay. uh, it's, it's the opposite. I'm it's not hundred, the right It's a hundred feet away. Um, I mean, Della could take a lap, flying invisible. Sure, that's true. Get a, get a 360 degree view of it. That's uh, true. You know, but before we lose the idea of uh, El Galabro, we should really partner with a, a company to remake our episodes in Spanish. Just like word for word. <laughs> I think that's like a really good idea. It's a market. It's a market we're not tapping right now. No, completely not tapping. Della, por qué no? Demon's blood. Sangre de, del demon. No, por favor, no. <laughs> sí, sí, no, no. No, no, sí, 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 no, no, no. no, no. Sí, sí. Por qué, por qué? Right, so I, I've done a very rudimentary drawing here on the back of but, my... Uh, Troy, I'm not going to lie, it looks a little dirty. That's, uh, yes... It's a uh, it's a Rorschach test. Three, uh, three tests. We know what Matthew sees. It's uh, demon's blood. <laughs> but this this is just to give you an idea because it, sometimes it, it works better if I tell you this. So you guys, came, this is the cathedral here. Spire one, spire two, spire three. Okay, you guys came up from the south, saw a tent here. Okay. You guys have not. To take a look down there oh, or anything. Right. I just want to let you know what your options are. And then there's the entire other side of the cathedral. But, but we would, would have, have to cross in front of this gate, and that's where giants from time to time are coming up. Well, I, I think, yeah. I think so you Della, have some options. Della, it, I think it's a good idea for Della to take a go invisible, take a lap. Scout. Yeah. All right, Della. Yeah, does Della ask for the, to borrow the Pearl of Power? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe wait a day. Maybe wait a day. Um, I will say, when Della wakes up, she, uh, when she's preparing her spells, she is she sits there with the pint of of the demon's blood, and she's staring at it. Well, it's a funny thing. So you reach into your bag, and the demon's blood is gone. Oh. All of the demon's blood? Both vials are gone. Was so, it temporary demon's blood? <laughs> you put vials in your bag before you went to bed. You went to sleep. You woke up. So I can't even cast some healing in your dream. Drone. Your, the, the, those vials of demon's blood are currently gone. I blame Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> and is, what about in his, the Graham, Oculus? Graham what's what, what's up neck. with the Oculus? Oculus's body is still there, starting to decay, still in its own form. But the two vials that you specifically took before bed, gone. Well, after much deliberation, and she, she pulls out Galabras' star knife and just kind of stares at it for a while. And then she puts the knife away, spends the two arcane pool points. Spends an arcane pool, two arcane pool points, and goes over and collects more blood. Okay, she's going to delay the decision. Sure, sure, sure. And then she knows to look out for who's been rifling through her shit. Don't want to make a rash decision. <laughs> um, swoop up. Yeah, so she'll invisibility fly, take a lap. Super Dell. All right. Um, you know, you you get to really get a sense of the massiveness of this structure. And I would assume the main thing you're, because you, you only have about seven minutes or so, you're focusing on is trying to find ma- uh, ways to get in, right? Different options or or just also just trying to get a lay of the land? I, I mean, I think both. I think ways to get in is certainly in, is certainly there, but also like are, is what's behind the cathedral? Are there more giants back there? Is the camp, sure, is the sure. camp extend? I mean. All right, so you swoop up. Um, you see, I'm going to move you from south to north 
okay? Yeah. As you canvas Some over. going around the... It is so big. It is so enormously large. The spires go up into the clouds. And now, you guys got there at night, and you couldn't see the symbol on the middle spire. Do you remember? Uh, it was like, it was too dark and too far away for you to see. Mm-hmm. So now you get a clear uh, view of that. You see it, the spire's apex is crowned with a carved stone symbol of a huge anvil. Mm. Flying over the grounds, you see that door that Nestor explained that he went in, little side door. You see the main door, which is directly opposite to the east, the winding staircase up the plateau, flanked by you know, beast heads and arms and human head and who knows, all the way up that staircase. To your left, you see the spire that's closest to you near the Oculus's tent has a door leading in. Hmm. Okay. Not this, and that was a different one. This one here. Okay. The door's leading into the spire. Into the spire. Okay. Um, on the far side, you see another building separate from the cathedral that looks to be of newer construction connected to it. And there is a one entrance into that as well. It's a smaller door, but it's on the same. It's going the same direction as the main entrance into cathedral and the side door. So it's going from, you know, east to west into it. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. So three door, four doors. You see the door that Nestor went through. You see the main door of the cathedral, and then just beyond the cathedral to the north, another building that has its own entrance going in. And, and it's next to the closest spire. Uh, no, it's on the far side of the cathedral. It's on the the, the north the west, side. The north right, guys, you, you guys are on the south side of the cathedral. Yeah. This extra building is the north, the oh, complete opposite side. So we would have to cross. You'd have to cross, cross the main path. Cross the main path. Okay, right, yeah. But you also see doors to this uh, spire that's closest right. to you that you guys didn't see in the night because you hadn't really gone over there. So one, two, three, four areas that you can see. Um, you don't see any giants walking around, although from time to time, some will go through the main doors. You do not hear the th- the, the throng of ah! people go, do, like cheering or a church service or anything, but you do see people go into the, the main doors of the church from time to time. And you fly back. And there's no... It, beyond on the opposite side of the cathedral from where I said you, you fly back! <laughs> <laughs> Does the camp extend on the other side of the cathedral? No. The plateau goes straight off again. So it'll be the opposite side of the plateau where you guys came up. It goes down and the whole cathedral is built directly into, into the, the wall. So okay. you don't think that you could like, let me sneak around and find a secret door. You see four ways of getting in right. from above. You know, that's what you see from above. So I'll report back. Did we notice in during our watch throughout the evening an exodus of giants that were attending the mass? So there's l- probably less in there, a great deal less in there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever was happening there at night um, has, has thinned out. But Della can report that she did see, um, in the seven minutes up there, she did see uh, a group of two giants walk in. I think we need more information before we go into the belly of the beast. I'd like to enter the spire. You saw Deputy Della. I think that's probably a good idea. What do you guys think? Yes, I like the spire. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. And then it, uh, and then Will goes. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, he is, um, you know, he's not saying anything to anybody, but you can see that he's like, his eyes are all puffy and he barely slept and he's very upset. Is there a, is there a mechanic for atoning? Uh, yeah, I looked it up because uh, of this situation, and it seems to be very, very, very difficult and very expensive. And I don't really get it, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. To me, it would make more sense if they were like, GM discretion, you know? Mm-hmm. But this is like something that – it's a fifth-level spell that you have to do. And it's for many classes, Inquisitors included, clerics, druids. Uh, I think even wizards too. It's just like it's called atonement, and it's a fifth level spell, and it does a lot of things. One on the list is restoring a paladin's code of honor, but you have to pay, have twenty five hundred gold to pay. So it just seems strange to me that like a low level paladin could not atone as easy as a high level paladin. You know, it just seems kind of strange. But and you have to pay for it. 
Yeah, and that's all I found. I mean, literally the well, way it we looks. Know all the churches are literally right. the way. It, yeah, the way it looks. If you were a twelfth level paladin and did a deliberately evil act, you could just get your powers back immediately, and then just do another evil act the next day and buy get an, your powers back. And buy an indulgence and then move yeah. on. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it seems strange. Maybe I'm missing something, but I'll. I'll I'm going to keep looking into it. But for now, I was like, once I read that, I was like, I, I think I'm sufficed to say that it's not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, yeah. And obviously, so I don't know if I should even try. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and to me, it's like, like I said with Della, how is Della going to play Della? How is that going to change Della's alignment? How's Will going to play Will? You know? Yeah, does he go to... That's where the fun comes in. Where we neutral good? Decide how it... <laughs> Well, I've always, I've always, one of the the cheesiest things football coaches would tell me back in the day, uh, which I do think is true, is, is integrity. You're too soft, burger. <laughs> I said you're soft. Get up, get up, get up. He's crying on the ground. <laughs> um, they always said integrity's uh, what defines you as a person. It's your actions that you continue to uh, do well when no one is looking. So mm-hmm. that's, I think that it's going to hold. That's true. what it should be. Even not, if atonement's not immediately available, you still have to yeah. continue to right, right, right. If you're still chugging demons' blood left and right, and you're like, "All right, can I pay for that spell?" No, it's not going to work. Right. It's and likewise, maybe uh, you don't need. Oh, to get and it that says spell. it actually. It's part of the wording of the spell is like you have to act really mean it. <laughs> like you know, it's like you, you have, have to, to be actually sincere, be sincerely your... atoning in order for the spell to work. So that obviously is GM discretion, but right. Well, it will be interesting to see how it all plays. Yeah, Will is just hoping that the uh, the armor and the and the sigil of Highbury and all that stuff will remind him a little bit more of his roots and get back to focusing. So you guys want to go to Spire Door? Spire, yeah, Spire Door. Or are we go in the main entrance of the cathedral and charging. Yes, Highbury Charge. <laughs> Highbury no Charge. Powers. Hybrid By the rose <laughs> and the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Was in the splat, splat. <laughs> Great you know they try to send in a third level cavalier <laughs> directly into the cathedral. <laughs> this is going to be easier than we thought taking over the whole planet. <laughs> idiots. That's the best they have in true now these days. Uh, all right, so you guys skulk up. Are you going to send some scouts to stealth, or are you can just all party? I think we it. should go to yeah. Let's uh, let's just mm. let's go fifty feet away. Before but then we're just standing outside. I mean, Why don't we just stay in the tent and stealth up? Okay. You know, the 100 feet or whatever. The tent that you're at is about 100 feet away. And we can just do hand signals. Like, we can watch from 100 feet. You could wave and we could come up. You know? are, you say, are you saying wait till dark or do it now? No, I'm saying do it now. It's fine. Okay. I just don't want to stand in the middle of the ground 50 feet away. No, I'll no, yeah. stay in the tent and watch for a, a hand signal. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Uh, all right. R- whoever's going, roll your stealth. Uh, Dolly, you going? Dolly, go. Well, she's invisible still, so. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> you go no. yeah. No, I'm not. All right, Dolly. Yeah. One day per level. Uh, 20 stealth. 20 stealth. 18 stealth. I haven't rolled above a 10. Baron, you're hanging back? Uh, I'll hang back with the gang because they're all all short. I know they rolled terribly. Let them die first. Uh, All right, so you guys come up. Nothing. No one comes out of the door. Hey, who rolled a 19? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I heard it loud as a bell. uh, That's what you hear. I mean, that's what you... Nothing else. All right. Uh, take a perception check at the door. Sure. Before we wave everyone over. Uh, 17. 17. You listen to the door. Uh, the wood on the door looks uh, like it's been newly fashioned from logs. You know, more evidence of them wiping out all the trees from the valley and putting the wood to good use. So it's like this... But it's heavy, thick timber. So the spire was a ruin, probably, and they just have been fixing it up. Yeah, you can actually Renovating. see like stained glass windows um, that look into it that have a bunch of holes in it mm-hmm. that have been like patched up with clay and mud and dirt um, and some uh, concrete as well. Like um, In or, the stained glass windows? Yeah. In the holes of the stained glass windows? In the holes stained glass windows, wow. yeah. It's not like a artisanship. Baron would be embarrassed by it, but... Keep They're up, just trying to keeps keep out the cold. Yeah, keep yeah. out the bugs. Uh, <laughs> I wave, wave them over. All right, and you did a perception. I yeah. did uh, seventeen. Yeah, you don't hear anything. Okay, call them over. All right, rest of the party. Who's playing Umlo? Grant's playing Umlo again. Awesome. Party 
shuffles up to the spire, and you've kind of you you know the the rock wall to that the spire is connected to Rockwell, Sam, Sam Rockwell, the Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Somebody's uh, watching me. <laughs> the Rockwell is uh, <laughs> watching you from behind. Uh, no, it's it's kind of like uh, it comes in a little bit and uh, makes this area very tight. So you f- the the point I'm trying to make is you feel pretty safe back here. It's very hemmed in. Okay. Um, most people probably don't even know this door is part of it. Um, but it's not like it's hidden either. But either you just feel safe. This is like where people smoke weed in Manhattan. They find a little corner, right? And like yeah. let's blaze. Yeah. Let's bla- <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. Let's blaze. I hear them. You guys. You fellas know where I can get some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What do you guys do? Uh, is the door locked? Um, you You check the door. The door appears to be unlocked. Uh, Rolling I'm gonna, your perception. Over. I'm going to check it for traps. Okay. Specifically for traps. What chink? Uh, uh, 24. 24. Does not look to be trapped. Looks surprisingly open. I mean, uh, available to you. I open it quietly as I can. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Roll a stealth check. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 35. I don't even know why you buy the rolling truck. Uh, well, you made it sound like, oh, damn it. Uh, oh, only 30 was a sigh of relief. You see quite a scene. With textbook Nestor Stealth, you open the door ever so quietly, and it's a good thing you did. Because you did not wake the sleeping inhabitants inside (laughs) yet squalid sleeping pallets and thick ratty furs are spread across the mud caked floor of this circular room like I said before there are great arched window frames running about the perimeter of the walls so you see that not only are on the side where you enter that it keeps going all the way around Though they have been boarded shut and sealed with concrete for the most part on the other side. Now that you're inside, you see from the inside they're boarded shut and sealed with concrete. The scent of rancid milk and vomit (laughs) hangs in the air. Sleeping on two of the pallets and snoring softly, it's Red Lake Fort all over again. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Two... Hill Giants. Uh, Nestor opens the door ever so quietly and does not wake them. What do you do? Uh, Nestor gets a big, like, wicked smile on his face and he looks (laughs) at the other guys. He's like, like, puts his fingers to his lips and he starts, he makes his way towards the furthest, furthest one. Do you want me to touch you before you leave? Uh, no, I'm alright. Alright. Okay. Nestor walks. Was that the opening of Milky Way sound effect? <laughs> Where did that come from? When we were outside the tower, <laughs> I set the sirenscape to do a very slight sound of maybe some tumbling pebbles when you said that it was like kind of breaking a little bit. And the sound didn't come. And I was like, oh, well, I know it's kind of randomized, whatever. Then I forgot about it. <laughs> it's, it's kind of and perfect. Like, Nestor sh- sneaks up. <laughs> steps on three uh, chunky wrappers. Steps off, steps off an avalanche of candy Of wrappers. course hill giants eat chunkies. <laughs> oh, they would, wouldn't they? I know the chunky who ate these chunkies. <laughs> no, man. Uh, all right, Nestor, roll your uh, stealth. Okay, and I'm going to study him as I'm doing it. Uh, 25. Okay. They both remain sleeping. Okay. And you get all the way up to the one on the far side. Okay. Nestor is there. Would you look back at them like, this is this one. What the fuck's going to do with the next one? Uh, and I'm going to do a coup de grace with my bow. Okay. So you're um, going to coup de grace. Does anyone else want to attempt to get in position on the other one before he does that? Della will vanish. And go in. Sweet. Della, vanish. Uh, don't even worry about the perception check because they're already taking a minus 10 while they're asleep. And you get like a plus 20 
Plus 20. Yeah. yeah. And I can appear. Like, once I'm there, I can be perfectly still exactly. and appear, and it wouldn't matter. So Della, yeah. boom, boom, appears there. That's all you guys see. Uh, all right. Both of you roll. I'm assuming you're doing a coup de grace as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nestor first. Automatic yeah. crit. Uh, 68 points of damage. 68 points of damage on one attack? Yes. Holy... That's with many shot. Shit. Yeah. So you lined up many shot. Just point, like, right in its face. And just... Two <laughs> arrows. Two arrows right <laughs> in its head. Yeah. And that's... Because uh, you get the, the 2d6 sneak attack damage on there as well. Yep. And then what do the arrows do? Uh... Oh, you got your strength back up now, too. Yeah. I don't know if that matters. Yes, it does. 68 points of damage. Yes. Well, because so, it's times three critical. And I have, because my bow has a plus one strength rating, right. so I was down to zero with the uh, with the strength drain. Right. So I got that back, so now I'm shooting at full attack bonus, and I get the additional point of damage. Forgot about the times three crit. That's insane. It yeah. automatically dies. So it dies. Yeah. Two arrows <laughs> perfectly through both of its eyes, pierce yeah. its brain, and kill it on impact. Doesn't even make a sound. Della, you want to just do a flaming scimitar attack? Yeah, I mean, I can add a d6 and, and shock it if we want. Yeah. I could shock. Actually, I could spend the, the keeper point to give it shocking and cold. So Instead I'll of shocking. Oh, yeah, do that. Do that. I'll shock it and cold and, and give it cold. So it'll be flaming, shocking, and cold. Roll for damage, multiply it by two. All right. So that's. Wait, but you don't multiply the. You don't multiply flaming or just, cold. Yeah. Yeah. Just only the blade or the damage. Fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it's only 1d6 plus 4 gets multiplied. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so it's 2d6 plus, plus 8. eight. And then the and then damage from the elements. Yeah. For those of you who don't like math, <laughs> enjoy this combat. So good roll, good roll. Nineteen doubled, so thirty-eight. No, no, it's not. It's two d six plus eight. Two d six was doubling your yeah. Okay. And then here's the. So it's nineteen plus. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. plus ten. Twenty-nine. So DC, DC thirty-nine fortitude save. <laughs> DC thirty-nine. Uh, well, well, if he rolls a twenty, a natural twenty, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, uh-huh. so just, I was uh-huh. just waiting for that to be a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she like slices his head straight through the. the oh my gosh, <laughs> this is amazing! <laughs> awesome. And we so rarely get the chance to do a good coup de grace. Never, we never, never get to do it. Uh, well, you just did. They are both dead. So presumably, with a door on the other side of that spire, it seems like we could make our way through the spires to get to that other building that Della saw on the other side as if a back way. You don't know how the doors are all going to work out, right. but maybe. You wave us in. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, the you coast looks clear. Perception, so right perception around so the is room. So it, is it just like uh, an open ceiling all the way to the top of the spire, or uh, there's no stairs in the yeah, room? Yeah, there's no stairs in the room. I believe it's 40 feet. Uh, the, 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 the ceiling is 40 feet high. I'd have to look. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure it's 40 feet. Uh, can we do a quick perception? Yeah, make sure there's nothing else. Sure. Are you guys all doing perception? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sir Will comes in. <laughs> uh, t- 28. 31. 19. 7. 7. <laughs> You're damn right. Um, okay. Um, so, you guys start looking around. And 26 for umps. 26. Are you guys all searching the beds? Or are you splitting up like I'll take the I'll look at the pallets, I'll look at the the walls. There's nothing else really on the walls. Are you just kinda are you looking on what, Are they stone walls? Yeah, they're stone walls. Yeah. I mean Well you should look at, yeah, Baron should at, look the, at the walls. I'll look at the pallets and I'll look at the bodies and I'm low and the be- beds. Uh, look at the beds. Uh, and the beds. Yeah. And it, it, there's there's nothing above us, right? There's uh, no, nothing that you can see. Okay. All right, so uh, Baron is looking at the walls. Sure. And Secret doors. Will, you're looking at? Uh, I'm just looking behind us for threats. Okay, well, Nestor and uh, Della look at the pallets and the beds. And, and Umlo's um, going to go anywhere that's not being inspected, whatever okay. that might be. Maybe the bodies of the giants, if there's nothing else. Umlo, Sir Will, and Baron all roll a fortitude save. What? 25. Spell, spell-like ability, poison. Actually... Uh, no, neither. No. Actually, I don't... I don't think that's the case. I think that it's a paladin ability, right? So what? That gives me my buff to saves. I'm on Baron or fine. Would you guys... Yeah, we rolled. Crushed it. 16 yeah. and 15. Yeah, and at the least it would be like 21. 
Does it matter? Should I keep looking it up? The least it would be is 21. It's fine. Roll for Lexington. Nine. Fucking Lexington! Ugh. So, this is... Imagine this. You come in, and you, Della, and Nestor start looking through the beds. And as you guys are looking through the beds, you look over at Lexington, and Lexington is like kicking his own leg, like scraping his leg and like biting at his fur. He's like, can't stop itching. And then all of a sudden, whether it's just because you're watching him or not, Della, you and Nestor start itching as well as you are infested with fleas. Oh, man. Baron Umlo and Sir Will feel the fleas as well. We we don't get a save? Let me tell you what's going to happen. You are all infested with fleas. But only uh, the ones who have failed it take immediate penalties uh, from it oh, during shit. the onset. The rest of you are all infested with fleas. Oh, it just will only show up every few days until you use some sort of De-lousing magical fire ability. To <laughs> Shampoo. Yeah. You can roll a... Uh, demon's blood? Boiling demon's blood. Put some, club, put some club soda on it. You guys need to use a remove disease spell or something similar oh. in order to get rid of this infestation. But in the meantime, Gross. Uh, everyone is... No one takes penalties from it, but Della and Nestor and Lexington uh, have succumbed to it, whereas uh, Baron, Umlo, and Sir Will are infected. Because we checked out the beds. Yeah, if you check out the beds, you're automatically exposed to it, whereas the rest of you get the first save. But don't worry. They'll be making those saves every few days. Oh, jeez. However, you do find some stuff. So there is a silver lining to this infestation of Etten fleas. Oh. Oh, They have two heads? Yeah. A silver (laughs) lining. Uh, Is this how Ebola started? It's so gross. It's like... Etten fleas are nearly impossible to get rid of. Infested creatures can mitigate the effects of the Etten fleas' bites with a successful saving throw, which some of you did. But a removed disease spell is required to permanently destroy the infestation. Any other methods prove temporary as X amount of days later, more eggs hatch. And the infestations begin Oh, this is is insane. Is this a disease? Uh, it's, it's, it's type is infestation. It's not even disease. Okay. Yeah, but so you need to rem- remove disease or spell like that. I think it's a paladin oh, spell, so you should be able to do it, Joe. But if he was a paladin, he'd, he'd be immune anyway, right? That's what I'm saying. It's not a disease. Oh. Infestation may act like that. You'd have to look it up. But yeah, uh, I'm sure it would might. have the keyword disease, though, if it was a disease. The effect, uh, I'll just tell you the effect because it'll come in. It won't, it won't happen for uh, you guys for a day. Eh, I'll wait and tell you. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyways, you do find some stuff. So yeah, you find some stuff. Hey. Uh, you, I told you not to bring a magical wolf. They have fleas. Uh, clearly, <laughs> no. a few giants. Wait, before you get into it, what was the silver lining? This we tr- found the stuff. stuff. The found. treasure. I got, got treasure. Treasure. Uh, it's clear in looking through these uh, infested pallets. A uh, few of the giants that have slept in here. There's evidence that a number of giants have been coming and going from here and sleeping in here and some have left behind some of their possessions in three large leather sacks who's opening what sack one two and three i'm opening three two one all right della (laughs) blast off della you get double infestation no uh the first one holds uh three big rocks probably used for throwing oh it's charlie brown's halloween bag uh, I'm not even going to bother writing those down. No, I'll take these rocks. Two torches, uh, a large water skin filled with oil, oh. which is the equivalent of 16 flasks of oil. Mm, let's that take can that. Help. Uh, and a patchwork blanket the size of a tent. I'm going to leave that as well. Roll, that's yeah, probably, you talk about infest, infested. <laughs> uh, roll a spellcraft check. 19. You also find. A magical item. Ooh. And a 19 will do it. You find an iron spike of safe passage. What the fuck is that? That's cool. When hammered into place, this 9-inch iron spike creates an illusion up to 15 feet high and in a 15-foot diameter centered on the spike. The illusion can be one of the following. A small hillock of appropriate composition for the terrain a pile of mundane crates or barrels, a mound of rubble, or a small structure 
such as a cabin or canvas enclosure. The exact size and specific parameters, such as the composition of timber, are chosen when the spike is placed. Interacting with the illusion grants a will save, DC-12, to disbelieve it. Hammering the spike into place or removing it is a full round action. The spike can be used any number of times, and its effects last until removed. That's awesome. So it's just like, shit, somebody's coming. Let's look like a bunch of boxes. Now we look like boxes. It's like Metal Gear Solid. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) That's awesome. And you you don't have to roll the DC-12 will save unless you try to like touch, touch it. Touch it. Or, yep. Yeah. It's like the um, spell Silent Image, except it's very yeah. specific to this. That's pretty great. That's pretty great considering the mission. Baron, I believe you opened uh, box number two? Bag number two. You find an adamantine battle axe. Oh, hell yeah, Whoa, I do. Damn. Two large axe handles. Okay. Yeah. A surprisingly large number. Surprisingly, a surprisingly large number of different sized pine cones. Okay. A small leather belt with a pouch containing 172 gold pieces. Ooh, nice. And 1348 silver pieces. And roll a spellcraft. Okay. Roll a 15. 15. You find a potion. Of invisibility. Mm. Wowzers. Nice. And um, I believe Nestor chose door number three. I did. You find masterwork nunchucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> so weird. Really? Yep. A small lump of electrum worth, th- Whoa. worth 324 gold pieces. Nice. Four dead turkey vultures. The fuck I'm going to leave that happening? off as well. A bag of what <laughs> looks like dirty giant teeth. Whoa. But they look very cared for, like they're being held for safekeeping or for a mem. Who knows? We find a dentist. We can give you like one, which should take care of your uh, your, your dentifrice problem. <laughs> like a little ridiculous, but yeah. I wonder if I wonder if this is the Oculus's bag. It was an Oni mage, right? Nunchucks. And then uh, the, the teeth. Oni escaped and disguised itself as a giant as a means of getting away. But they kept its bag. Are you asking me? Because I can't tell you. Just throwing uh, it out there. And you also find a suit of magical armor. Oh. Uh, who wants to roll spellcraft? We can wind up both. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Ten. Seventeen. That'll do. This medium armor consists of hundreds of small interlocking pieces of steel shaped to resemble an ancient symbol for the word mountain. The mail is then riveted to a cloth or leather backing. It is worn like a mail coat and covers your torso, shoulders, and thighs. It is plus one mountain pattern armor. Oh, What's the max dex on it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, max dex, is, well, the dex bonus is plus three. So that the maximum dex you can apply to anything while wearing it is plus yeah, three. max dex bonus is plus three. It's plus six, well, plus, it's normally plus six, but where it's plus one, it's plus seven armor. Um, Medium? Yeah. Honestly, where it's plus one, does that bring the max dex bonus down? Anyways, no. you, should, you guys should have it if you've installed the giant so what is it? Plus now, one mountain pattern armor. It's eastern armor. Eastern Median armor. Again, something that seems like it's from Tian Shan. Yeah, definitely an Easterner's bag. Yeah. And uh, besides that, and the unbelievable amount of itching, uh, <laughs> that is all you see in this room. Um, is there any type of uh, wisdom or knowledge nature to tell if? These two giants we killed are from Tianjia or from that area. Their coloration, or you look up, you look at them. There's no indication okay. that you see that. But racist, <laughs> you you wonder why, why what's this all connected? And, and and then you think, well, if there's a calling of giants yeah. to this valley, they're coming from all over. Yeah. And if this uh, Urathash or whoever is running the show is very specific about who is being allowed. And others are being sent out. Right. You know, only the best. Well, um, gentlemen, shall we continue down this itchy spire path? Yes. Let's continue. Well, we're already infested. Yep. Right. Uh, when in Rome. 
When in room. <laughs> All right, you walk up to the next door. What do you do? Uh, perception check on it. Uh, thirty. Thirty. You hear like tom, 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 tom. Sounds like something being dropped into water. Oh, maybe it's a forge. Chong, chong, like if I was picking up a rock and dropping it in a pool way down below. Like, uh, is it kind of is it trapped? Uh, it does not appear trapped. And it's not, not locked? Not locked. I'm going to try to stealthily open it. 25. 25. You open the door. The curved outer wall of this spacious chamber looks almost identical in size to the one that you were just in. Is set also with tall arched windows, but these seem to be blacked out with like mud and feces. All blacked out. The patchwork of hides stretched across the floor is stitched together with gut and sinew to make a makeshift rug. But you can see, Nestor, it's heavily trampled and caked with mud. On the west side of the room, you see a steep stone staircase climbing through a darkened arch, excuse me, in the eastern wall, next to a wide-mouthed stone well. Stairs going up next to a well. Crude doors, like the ones you just opened, fashioned from raw planks bound with hammered Ironed bands hang in archways to the north as well, opposite, directly from where you got. You just open the door. However, right when you open the door, the creature inside has excellent perception, just good enough because it has two heads to help. Oh no! Perception, and you think, oh, another Eden, right? Another Eden. You look over and you see a enormous, extra-large Etten taking a shit in the well. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Troy. Guarding the approach to the stairs. He looks to be chained to the base of the stairs with a thick, thick chain, long, thick, winding chain that goes up to two twin iron choke collars around both of his heads. What? He sees Nestor and looks right at him, and you see he's got like an axe wound in one of his heads that is blocking out one of his eyes completely. Oh, shit. He immediately flies into a violent and berserk rage without any provocation and starts charging at you. <laughs> oh my god. He looks like this. Oh! Oh, god. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. And I'll see you next week. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh man. So many plows. <laughs> Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.